You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings and welcome to Shared Sagas. This is going to be session four of our Star Wars role-playing game campaign. My name is Tom, I will be your friendly game master as per usual, and this will be the first session with a full house. Yay! Let us let us go around the table and uh, briefly introduce your uh, well our players and the awesome characters that they will be playing. Hi, I'm Ben. I am playing Gotham Boone, mechanic and pilot extraordinaire. Hi, my name is Nadia, and I will be playing Nissa L. Erdane, goes by L. She is a Nautiland colonist doctor. I'm Nick, and I am playing a droid masquerading as a human Mandalorian bounty hunter. I also go by a letter, which is V. V. (laughs) Fantastic. And? Hi, I'm Sam. I play Nula Minervan, Jedi mystic. Perfect. And? I am Mark. I am playing Nanya Krendo, a smuggler scoundrel, Keldor, and man about town. Currently, somehow, an expert on uh, ancient artifacts. Somehow. Somehow. (laughs) Great stuff. So, when we last left off our scoundrels, they were in a bit of an interesting situation. You were infiltrating the private space station of a planetary governor named Ziran Ludd. Your goal is to steal an ancient Sith artifact that he, as a collector of archaeological antiquities, has in his collection and is employing to gain an unfair advantage in his role in Planetary Governor with the various mining concerns on the planet, Barnu. Well, actually, it's the moon, Barnu, surrounding the gas giant. So, we open our scene today, and we are going to be focusing on Garthen. So the camera opens on Garthen. You are in still in the... Cargo hole. The cargo hole. The, 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 the loading bay of yes. the space station. We can see all around the various uh, ships and containers are all cluttered together. There are lots of dark, shadowy corners for you to make yourself scarce in. And approaching, we see a figure. Uh, would you please describe yourself, Nick? I have the traditional Mandalorian helmet on. It is tinged with red around the visor. And how they often have like blue yep. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I have the armor on, although the armor is somewhat patchwork. It is complete, but it seems to be different parts, and certain parts seem to be damaged by blaster fire. It has a baldric with the cartridges loaded up, so a belt going across the chest, a nice cape, which is a little bit too long and somewhat ragged, and a long, like a one of the rifle with the double prongs slung over his shoulder. Yep. The gloves, the knee pads, and he has several um, belts around his arms and legs, mm-hmm. uh, which seem to be both functionally like securing the armour, and also has little bits and pieces on. So very much mm. your standard Django, Fett... Lot of a bear. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It, it, it's very classically, and a astute eye may even recognise it as possibly too classical. Like, uh, possibly a little bit too, um, what's the word, average. Oh. Stock standard Mandalorian hunter. Like calculated average. <laughs> calculated to be stock standard, yes. Because right. there is variation amongst them, but this seems to be... That's really cool. And V is flanked by no less than four other 
unsavory individuals. There is uh, two Zabrak and two human, a mm -hmm. uh, mix of male and female, although it's hard to tell because they've all got sort of motley flight suits and light armor that is very much dis designed to disguise their appearance because they are clearly up to no good. As you are here, you have been hired by Isotech. These unsavory thugs, plus V, <laughs> have been have been hired by Isotech to put a stop to this pirate nonsense. Because Kiza and her raiders are causing all manner of disruption to trade, and that really cannot continue to, con to continue. So, uh, going a little bit off book and engaging in a little bit more unsavory and clandestine activity than Isotech typically does, they've hired literally a group of well, bounty hunters and assassins to basically solve the problem. Morally, they brush this off because she is a pirate after all. So yeah, you know, just mandate that they want her alive as opposed to dead. That's perfect. Let's do that. Let's mm. let let's say uh, to preserve the extensive reputation of Isotech, uh, they want her alive. But all you know really is that this crew here, uh, being the you know the this particular other group of scoundrels that have been hired by Isotech uh, have had encounters with her and may know where she is exactly because of the fact that rumors have abounded that you are having a meeting that this this crew here our player character crew is having a meeting with the governor today as is Kiza and both are currently on board the station but it's a big station so you'd like to be able to get some information so as the camera pans we just sort of go over your shoulder V with your thugs sort of flanking you as we can see in the shadows a little bit out of view of the rest of the cargo hold much to his detriment we can see Garth and Boone I guess you're just making yourself busy unloading, exactly. unloading cargo checking manifests etc exactly that so one of the male Zabraks to your right uh, turns to you and says, So, boss, that one. Listen, I know we said we were going to try to get Alice out of the cargo hold before we decided to, uh, you know, try and nab one of them. But that one I recognize. That one has a debt to someone very powerful, Oradelf. Now, Oradelf, believe me, would be willing to pay a little bit of money if we grab him and shake him down, get the information we need about Kiza, but then we capture him for ourselves and take him back to Oradell. I'm sure he'd pay good money there for a little one-to-one -one chat with him. It's been a while since the mention of his debt has come up. What do you say? Let's jump in. We have a name. We have a target. We stick to that. <sighs> all right, all right. Listen, listen. I at least am going to go for this one. Uh, at the very least, he'll have information on her, right? Come on. Information only. Sure. Sure, boss. Yeah, information only. And then the, the, the five of you start to stalk up. And it's at that point, I think, that from your angle, at least, V, you see some recognition in Garth and Boone for mysterious backstory reasons that will be revealed. But you recognize this person. It's up to you whether you want to share why you recognize him or keep it a secret for now. Uh, let's keep it a secret for now. Okay. Because you delve it out in character. Okay. Sounds good to me. So, as you approach. Uh, now, of course, by this point, Gartham, you realize that there are five somewhat menacing figures who mm. are approaching you into the darkened recesses between two very large cargo crates. Mm -hmm. You are woefully out of view of the rest of the station. Right. Yep. Makes sense. And at that point, as they approach... The Zabrak turns to you, V, and says, So I'll take the lead here, boss. Yes, I'll provide long-range cover. <laughs> you do that so well. And so with that... I will slink backwards. Okay, yeah, yes, you... And take the... Your long, 
blaster rifle. Mm -hmm. Yep, great stuff. So you unsheath your long blaster rifle. Uh, The four mercenaries stalk forward like wolves surrounding their prey. As they go to approach, you realize that, in fact, this idiot who is in charge is probably going to shoot first with stun, but ask questions later. So... Outguns have a stun setting? (laughs) <laughs> some st- We've been through this. <laughs> some guns are known to have stun settings. We discovered so. it last session. I have, very I have no memory of that. <laughs> this is why this keeps happening. <laughs> I'll follow you by the trail of dead so, boys. So, so his name is Bappo, and you know that he's very, very trigger happy. And so as and you realize this is a dumb idea, because if he stuns him unconscious, then, you know, and for reasons that you may or may not reveal at a later date, you have good reason to preserve this fellow. I'll also say that I know that he's murderous. Oh, that very that much all so. four of them are murderous, and one of the reasons I was sent here was because I'm a little calmer. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, likely to get the job done. So, um, I guess what do you do? All right. So I've seen these... Five or so guys uh, that are bearing down on me, and it's quite clear that they're they're toughs. Uh, they don't seem they don't seem to be bearing the the banners or markers that indicate indicate them as keezers. No, no, definitely not. They are dressed very differently. In fact, uh, keezers <laughs> um henchmen are unmistakable because of their gigantic over oversized shoulder pads with spikes and all that crazy Mad Max road warrior <laughs> accoutrement that they I tend see. to wear. Looking about to see if there's anything in terms of cover that I can move to if this kicks off. There is a smaller crate nearby, which will give you some cover, but will not uh, protect you entirely from their advances. All right. So with a hand straying towards where I've got the, I've got the blaster mount and the, long, the low slung holster. Okay. One of them steps forward slightly yeah. uh, and holds up a hand while also hand straying to blaster mm-hmm. and says, All right, let's not make this any more difficult than it has to be. Let's just say that we want to chat with you about a pirate queen and I personally would like a chat with you about a certain debt that you owe. Come quiet, no one gets hurt. What the cock does Damon and Damar Lathan want with me now? He shakes his head and says, not for you to know mate. Sleepy time and with that, the hand goes to the hilt and we're going to roll initiative. Yep. So, Light side, dark side points? Oh my fucking god. Every time. Good, every time. Now, as we are approaching the first roll of the game, and probably should have done so earlier, we are going to do the thing that I always bloody forget, which is we are going to be, <laughs> we are going to roll, actually, you know what? I'm going to edit this in the beginning. Screw it. Cool. <laughs> hey, everyone. So as we know, before we start every session, we begin with the light side, dark side, destiny point roll. Good idea, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Spot. And here they said that you would always forget this and edit it back. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is, uh, this is for Nick's benefit, who has not played before, ever, you are going to take one of the white dice each, and you are going to roll that dice, and you're going to tell me how many uh, black and or white symbols you get. Uh, one black sour eye staring at me. Well, that is true to form for this group. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, let's, let's just pass it around, yeah. actually. Just yeah. so should be I've two already rolled mine uh, because I yeah. prepared earlier. Yeah. Uh, and I also got a single dark side point. Good. I got two dark side points. Wow. Ben! My God. I'm winning. Is this apocalypse? What's going on? Wow. No, this is last week. <laughs> this yeah, is a, this, this is, is last week. Last week, week we, we started with no light side points. We're going to do it again, aren't we? Yeah. Yep. At least I only rolled one bin. Bad thing? Yes, because he flips them to light side to make bad stuff happen. Two light side points. Oh, okay. Because the dark side represents passion and power. I mean, that could be good for us, right? Yes. 
Yes. Two light side points. Okay. Oh, now it's not actually the dark side and light side of the force. It's just sort of shit happens. Oh, so, okay. So to, to explain for Nick's benefit and as a refresher for everybody else, the way that destiny points work is you, as player characters, can choose to spend one of your light side, one of the light side points. And that does cool things. It, it allows you to upgrade a role that you're going to make. It allows you to declare, you know, fate style, a narrative benefit. You, you can choose to have some narrative thing take effect. All the things that, you know, you can... Or you can increase the difficulty of an opponent's role that they're about to make. Now, unfortunately, it's all before you roll. Okay, so that's something to bear in mind. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no re-roll function with Destiny Points, unlike some other role-playing games that have got that built into their, you know, hero point mechanic. Now, it's a flow back and forward, because when you spend a light side point, it flips over to dark. Now, when I spend a light a dark side point, destiny point, mm. it flips over to light. And so basically, there's this little to and fro of me having uh, me as the GM having advantage or you having advantage, etc. So uh, that is going to be initiative. initiative. Would you please roll initiative? Cool check. This is definitely going to be cool because mm-hmm. you're all ready for it. Yep. You see trouble coming. So on your character sheet, yep. you will see that you will have a potential number of cool ranks. If not, that's fine. Cool ranks? Yeah. Unlike real life, Tom, I don't have any cool ranks. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> the linked characteristic is... Leave it, Ben. It's... <laughs> It's too easy. Presence. <laughs> presence. So, you can roll a number of green dice equal to your presence. Uh, two six, I rolled two die, and I got two successes and two advantages. Good. That's good to know. And ben? One success and one advantage. Excellent. Okay. Do the advantages mean anything in a... They break a tie in initiative. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you get, Ben? One success, one advantage. Okay. They got one success and two advantage. So, mm-hmm. I'm first. Okay. So, yep. it's you, then them. And then Garfin. Which okay. kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah. No, actually, actually, sorry, it's not. Because the way it works is, that gets... The way initiative works is, uh, both the foes and the player characters get slots. Oh, now, okay. because you, so you, So basically, the player characters are one, and then the enemies are second, and then the player characters are third. You can choose to swap it up. It's up to you. Okay. Between the two of you, you decide who takes slot one, who takes slot three after the enemies have gone. Okay. So, I mean, if you if you would like to go first, absolutely take it. If you want me to go first, that's I'll let I you have. go first because I'm waiting to see your reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Decide whether you can ha- essentially can you handle this yourself. Well, let's find out. All right. It's probably going to be no, but <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a bit of a tubby. All right. So, uh, five people that are bearing uh, down on me. One of them's already going for the blaster as it is. This is very true. This is a high tense situation. I can't afford to be taken out. So, mm-hmm. uh, spending a maneuver to draw my weapon mm-hmm. yes. I'm going to spend two strain in order to um, move to next available cover sounds good and then as my action I will open fire on the one that's drawn on me which is a Rodian it is oh, a, a it, it is a no, oh, no Zabrak a Zabrak although yes. you can only tell because uh, the Zabrak's horns are poking up out of their light flight helmet okay cool. sorry yep we, I am going to spend my dark side point straight away, yep. my destiny point, to upgrade the difficulty of shooting at him. All right. Um, because I'm an yeah. asshole. No, it makes sense. Uh, what range was I at previously? Was it close or... You are close. All right. They are a few meters from you. So we're talking one purple, one red. Correct, yes. Mm-hmm. And my range light is two yellow and a green. That is correct. Uh, one advantage. 
one advantage but no successes. Correct. Okay, great. So that's I think that's pretty simple. It's up to you. Uh, I certainly have some ideas, but advantage should normally be decided by yourself as yep. to how you're recovering strain, whatever like you want to do. Let me hear what you've got. Otherwise, I'll just recover point of strain. One of these two things. I was simply going to say that that could be used to let, let's say that you miss him, but you def- you hit the metal container next to him, sending some sparks, which you know gives him a black die on his next attack roll. I love it. Perfect. Great stuff. So that so that happens. <laughs> Blaster bolt shoots across. Sparks fly into his eyes. He sort of staggers to the side going, get him. Here's where it gets difficult because he had his gun very deliberately set to stun. The others do not and are reacting suddenly and they didn't think they were going to have to draw their guns at all, but they're hardened, terrible mercenaries. So they're just going to draw their guns and shoot at you. Yes. So they are going to go as a group. Yep. Uh, I'm going to apply the black die to all of them because, you know, that's that's how that works. All right. I also have cover as well. So that's the second black dice. Yes. I've got armor clothing. So that's the third black dice. Oh, excellent work. Okay, good stuff. So let's do that. And they are in close range. So let's... Yes, let's roll and see how we get. Okay, so that is going to be a bear one success so they okay. are they are going to hit you yep. so you're going to go ahead and take seven damage seven damage minus soak so all four of them just fill the uh, his stun gun at least you know goes off on a stun setting the rest of them just sort of and just hit you they also got one advantage which I'm going to say that the stun gun clips you giving you one strain cool out of the out of that alright excellent doesn't take you out, but yeah, right. that happens. So you are you are grunt. hunkered down though under like very obvious that Garthen is in a bad way. Uh, Nick, okay, is there a way to shoot? I know in some systems you can do two actions at penalty. So here's the thing: they are mooks, so they're minions. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means that you attack them as a group. So oh, okay. you're attacking them. You're attacking the group, That's and it, if you get enough damage, then you'll be attacking potentially or taking out more than more than one of them. Very good. So I will use ranged heavy okay. for my weapon. That is three blue and one. Three yellow and one green, according to my records. Yes, no, that's that matches up. Um, and what else would you like me to add from this cavalcade of color? <laughs> so, so you're gonna add. <laughs> now you are you are at uh, medium range. So you're gonna add two purple die. That's where I should be at. That's very true. Now you're you're actually shooting them from behind. They're not expecting you to be shooting at them at all. Periods. So you're definitely gonna add a blue die, a blue advantage die. Mm-hmm. And I'm stealth, but that's okay. That's four. I have a blue die for when I try to stealth. Oh, sure. with your talent. No, this is there. just like your yes. literally your companions are shooting at someone. You're behind them. They're not expecting <laughs> a blast of fire from behind them. Well, that's Sorry. because they're foolish. Well, um, so that is two successes, three advantages, nice. and two threats. Okay. So the threats will cancel out the advantages. advantages. So I'm left with two successes and one advantage. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Now. You add those successes to yeah. your the damage of your weapon. Brings it up to 11. 11, okay. So to let you know, they have a soak of three mm-hmm. and they have a wound threshold also of three. So that means that you are going to... Now, soak on a group is only applied once. Yep, so it so that, me with eight. So mm-hmm. three... Two five, are dead. Six, seven. One is very eight, hurt. Ten. Yes, so, you, you, so basically, your, your rifle, bang, bang, you just blow... Two of them in the back of the head, they fall to the ground dead. A third shot 
maybe just wings. Oh, for narrative purposes, let's keep the, the Zabrak alive till last. Um, You'll have two out of three gone. Sure, like, exactly right. So two of them died, and but also he gets a slight wound on his shoulder as well. Spins around and gives you, well, from behind his opaque visor, you can slightly see a, a cocked head of betrayal. Uh, that is then going to be top of the round, and so who wants to go now? Um, that'd be me. Yes, sure. We can change. I'm oh, no, sorry. We oh, can change you. each round. Can yes, we? we can. Up to you. So if you want to keep pressing the attack, we'll need to probably. Probably, uh, yeah, do it. probably better. Go uh, for so it. So same set of die, I imagine. Uh, Except yes. for now, they're expecting it, so probably not the. Uh... So r- remove one blue die. Yes. Although actually, they are they are crazy panicked and betrayed. So they're still surprised by the situation, and now they're flanked by the two of you. So still a blue die. Have a blue dice for hurting their feelings. Yeah. 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 It's a good band there. Crazy panicked and betrayed. <laughs> At the disco. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> At the disco. So that is a, okay. That cancels that out perfectly. Okay. So that is five successes and three advantages. Okay. So you you easily kill the, the remaining two, and you can spend those advantages in whatever way you wish. I'll spend them looking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want my cape to flap as I walk through this airtight space lock. I believe that's a two advantage maneuver, so we'll say that we'll just uh, leave the third one un- unused. The, the Western music swells. Uh, yeah, the Western music so that as you because really because it was all in rapid succession, it's just like bang, 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 bang. You basically just with, uh, with your blaster rifle unleash uh, uh, six or seven shots that take out four people. Yeah. It looks very cool. I'll use my advantage to say that I'm still concealed from Gotham. Uh, so he saw you. You were back, so he sees you. He, he definitely sees you oh, yeah, sh- shooting at them. So yeah, so that happens. So what happens then? All right, combat so, over. Yeah. Now the good news is because of the loudness of this area, yep. you are separate enough that whoever heard the blaster bolts, you don't hear the pitter powder of security feet. Oh, that's good. All right, so yeah, I'm taking a look about. I'm more confused, I think, than anything. Yeah. I was expecting <laughs> to get into a bit of a into a shootout, and then you know the moment I poke around from cover, all four are dead. Yes. So you'll just hear a voice. I say, well, I suppose I will now put myself behind, uh, behind, I don't know, a crate? A shipping crate of sorts? There's crates around, sure. I'll simply say, place your weapon on the ground. As far as I'm aware, you, right, I know that you've shot them. Yes. And handily, too. Yeah. Yes, that's how people right. usually get shot. So I'm not drawing a bead on you yet, but I'm certainly not in a position to actually start divesting myself of weaponry. So what the frag is going on? You were about to be taken and questioned inelegantly. I have removed this threat from the situation. So what happens for you? Uh, what can I expect from you now? Conversation. Information. This is the weirdest way Garthen's ever been asked out on a date before. <laughs> this is true. Now <laughs> guess! Manifestly correct. If it's all the same, I'll keep the gun, but sure, let's talk. I have determined that your gun could probably not harm me anyway, so you may keep it. And I shall, I'll just walk up and walk out to him. Nice. Instead of just you know, putting up your rifle in a non threatening over, yeah, over the shoulder. Maybe even sheathing it completely. Yeah, I will I will actually just put it back behind. Okay. Yeah. Cool beans. Okay, well now you've now you face each other. Yeah. Damar Lathan sent you here now for this? No. That was their subdirective. So then what do you want to talk about? Kaisar. I have a name, I have a price. The Pirate Queen. You're after her bounty? Yes. Yeah. I think we should absolutely have a talk. <laughs> I'll gesture at the people. They wish to take you. That was not part of the job. Well, never let it be said that I can fault you for work ethic. We need to hide these bodies. Just throw them into space. Well, uh, so there, there are empty crates nearby. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay, while you start to busy yourself doing that, let's cut to the dining room. So, Nissa, mm-hmm. from the med bay, after your interaction with Kiza, would you then have tried to re- rejoin your companions? I can't remember 
whether I was asked to, was I asked directly to dinner or not? Uh, the invite was extended yeah, to your crew. To, yeah, yeah, okay. So provided everything is looking good in the med bay, so she, you know, my patient is doing well, then yes, absolutely. I think with the flurry of text messages back and forth last time of like, oh shit, they're coming your way, oh shit, mm. they're coming your way. Yeah. I think probably the best thing we can do at the moment is be closer together. If things happen quickly, we need to exit quickly together. Yes, absolutely. So just to be very clear, it does not look like in, in the presence of your patient, the chief of security for this entire place, that Kiza is going to be causing trouble. So it just kind of gives you a, a glower as you go to leave. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you assume the turbo lift and you come up into this opulent personal quarters of the governor. I which, think technically I was, because I went down the turbo lift with Keith. Oh, you were, you were there as well, yeah, yes, of course. because that's yeah. when I um, so we got together. <laughs> successfully <laughs> <laughs> bluffed her into thinking that I knew stuff about her. Do we, uh, now, do we have any interactions between the two of you in the elevator? Uh, basically, I think I turn and sort of like hurriedly, a little bit panically, sort of explain what's been happening. Oh, is Kisa there with us or not? No, she's no, going to okay, cool. let yeah. you go up together. Okay. Something has spooked her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like, so you bluffed Kisa and thinking you got something over her, but you've got no idea what that is. Yes, is that and now correct? she wants to kill me for it. I mean, she was probably going to try and capture me anyway uh, because of the bounty, uh, but now she definitely wants to kill me. Um, you were there when she pulled the knife out, the vibroblade that she shouldn't have. That, that's something we can probably use. Um, the governor wants us to like work for him, finding stuff for him, which is like great. But I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to him, and I just sort of like flatter him, and then let I let Nula. Uh, take charge and distract him and I just sort of ask him questions about stuff that he likes so he can talk um, and I've seen potentially some ways but there's some problems getting the artifact and now we're going to dinner and I don't think they're going to have food for me and it's freeze my friend freeze <laughs> we are in a lot of trouble <laughs> we are <laughs> I am in a lot of trouble we are in a very dangerous place but we knew that coming here would be so we stick to the plan and we take things one thing at a time. We react as we need to. Hey, did you bring a vibroblade? Uh, no. You did? Uh, two is things. It, First of all, broken down gun that someone yeah, has. Yeah, I, I think I grabbed that. I think I grabbed You also that. have one as well. It's uh, hidden in the device. Oh, okay. Did is I there make two it? of them? Yeah, I've okay. got it in my notes. Cool. All right. If you two are communicating, you would see that I have one. Alright, cool. Uh, I imagine when they bring us in, I'll um, yeah. I made a joke about strapping one to my back like Die Hard style, but I don't know if I actually got oh one. Oh funny, do it! If you spin a destiny point, I'll say that you have preemptively strapped one to your back, if you like, Die Hard style. Sure, you know what, fuck it. So I'm just going to say, let's just get through this dinner, and then work out how we're going to get that artifact. Yes, so there's droids in there. If we take out the droids with and at least make it look like they were taken out by a vibroblade. The head of security knows that Keese has got a vibroblade and we can pin the whole freaking thing on her. And we are just gone. That's good. That's a good plan. Remember what I said about breathing, though? Yes. Yes. Breathing. Good. Sorry. I have had to tr be very... She just checks your mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually getting enough, like, you know... Like a fish tank. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough oxygen like, going. I, I've had to be very calm and serious and professional 
type person for I like that's very hard for you Nanya <laughs> oh, okay I don't think the attitude strictly speaking necessary but like I have been freaking out and have had no way to release it until literally right now the, old, the turbo lift doors open and you see the circular and this is for Nick's benefit of course as well who is not here uh, for the description so in the upper chambers in the personal chambers there is the artifact room it is a circular it is a circular room with a whole bunch of security you know sort of transparent plaster steel you know, high high impact glass that are covering up various artifacts and so forth. Um, it is a very well decorated room. There's a few display cases on short pedestals in the center of the room as well. Moving past this, there is a large set of doors that open, which are flanked by security droids, by the way. In total, there are two guards, two droids, battle droids, uh, near the turbo lift. And there's another two that are near the entrance to the uh, dining room, basically. So, as you go through, um, the table is laid out with all manner of uh, delicious goodies, and you can see the tall, sharp-toothed powan that is at the head of the table. Nick, for your benefit, this is a powan. Oh yes, those guys. Uh-huh. Advisor, vizier. Vizier. They are one of the few alien species that the Empire employs. Yeah. In relative, they they are often called the ancients because they have such a very very long lifespan of centuries. Anywho, so he sits there and you know raises a glass as you two walk in. You've been uh, sitting here so far with Nula <laughs> and um, a couple of Keezers pirates that are just kind of sitting there hum, 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 chowing down on the food etc so as you walk back in he said well it's so very nice of you to rejoin us for dinner uh, some of us couldn't wait i assume the keezer will be returning uh, similarly as well oh i'm sure she'll be back uh please come in and sit down so you two do so absolutely great good yes. stuff excellent okay so the two of you rejoin and sit next to him at the, the side of the table basically yep. and says well I'm going to be polite and wait for our pirate queen to rejoin us but have a drink yes N- Nola looks she's trying not to show it but there's a look of relief on her face <laughs> as you rejoin her because she has had to deal with the governor for the past however long <laughs> yes for the past unit of time yeah. Yeah. unspecified unit of time yes right. I believe it was a parsec <laughs> a parsec that is a unit of distance Ben <laughs> Don't be willfully ignorant. <laughs> Thankfully, you do not have long to wait as soon the turbo lift opens and Kiza, with no less than two other uh, of her pirate raiders, oh, uh, good. walks out of the turbo lift and across the antiquities room to, you know, rejoin you in the dining room. Um, and uh, it's like, well... <laughs> so Kiza looks around the table and then looks in particular to Nisa and says to the governor, well, seems like you uh, invested correctly. Just looking at the condition of your bodyguard, it seems as though whatever procedure this one performed was quite remarkable, in fact. The governor says, oh my. Well, that is unprecedentedly wonderful news. Please, uh, allow me to uh, uh, visit my companion for a short while. Please, uh, begin food. I will not let it get any colder. Please, take your time with her. She may be still slightly addled from the effects of the procedure. Mm-hmm. So be patient. Sometimes spending time with somebody after they recover from a serious procedure can speed their healing. So take your time with her. I'm sure you two have a lot to talk about. Just, just, just give us uh, 45 minutes. <laughs> In actuality, uh, do you want to give me a some sort of a persuasion or reassurance check? Yeah. 
The other thing that probably of interest, the ancient the ancient device mm. for the both of the podcast that's in quotes worked miraculously and this guy's all about ancient Jedi and ancient Sith stuff oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes mm. yeah we, we're gonna find shit for him yeah use use these things what am I rolling so it's up to you it sounds like you're just basically trying to I'd say charm charm Charm. Charm. I don't know how actually. So I don't, I don't know like how nice he actually is to her. Like I don't know if they've got a close bond or relationship. But what she's mm. trying to do is basically convince him to provide her with like you know care and support. Okay. Which will hopefully take some time. Four successes. Wow. Okay. okay. So he stands up abruptly and says, <laughs> "Well." <laughs> I will take your advice. Uh, the device that you brought, uh, that is down there in the medical bay as well? Uh, it is... Uh, it's a good point. I left that there. So, mm-hmm. from from memory, it was basically like a little valve that I attached to the blood cleaning machine. So, I'm basically just going to say to him, uh, yes, the device that I have integrated into your existing... Um, tech is is still there it is quite delicate so please do not touch it or try to remove it um i'm more than happy to show you how it works at a later time ah yes and we can talk price for its purchase also yes (laughs) (laughs) he he grins with his sharp teeth as uh, as kiza goes to sit down at the very foot of the table uh flanked by her two extra pirate companions he uh, stands up and uh, goes down to the, to the turbo lift presumably to the medical bay leaving you four awkwardly three leaving you three awkwardly with uh, Kiza and her pirates yes uh, I'm gonna quickly just hop up and go into I assume the attached kitchen and just have a private conversation with the chef about my special dietary requirements which, <laughs> I, so, which I assume that they can't fulfill. Yeah. But I'm just like, hey, do you have a thing? And they're like, no, da da da. I basically <laughs> just messed up. <laughs> I, I, I want to be out of Kiza's sight and in the kitchen for a while, essentially. <laughs> you, you can do that. So you make some excuse about your particular dietary requirements, and that's perfectly fine. You get up. There is a side room which is flanked by two by two battle droids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and so they say, pardon me, why are you looking to go into the kitchen? You are a dinner guest. You should be sitting at the dining room table. I'm a Keldor. I cannot eat the same food as other humanoids. I wish to converse with the chef about my dietary needs, and I didn't want to waste anybody else's time to do it. Okay, give me give me a uh, coercion. No, deception. Uh, deception check. Oh, deception. Yes, yes. Ew. What's the difficulties on? Uh, one. Is it deception? I thought that's genuinely what you wanted. No, to but that's do. not that's not why he's okay. doing it. You know what I mean? It's... I'm, I'm, I don't actually care whether or not there's food for me. Yeah. Mm. You had a big lunch. You're going to get hangry. So hangry. You're going to get hangry. No, I'm actually sort of like I've just, I'm used to sorting my own food. I'm not going to get hangry. I'm just, ooh, hungry. Just, just ooh. <laughs> uh, so, Tom. Yes. That is <gasps> two successes, two advantages, and a threat. So and, oh, sorry, I've got this, uh, this oh, triumph oh, yeah. as well, by the way. <laughs> wow. Tom, I forgot about the triumph. Wow, okay, I a triumph on a deception check to just two pleb droids. That's a good one. Um, so okay. you can choose to use your advantages and your triumph in whatever way you'd like to declare. It's up to you. They work for you now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool, oh we'll my, never get this again. Be, yeah, can I, can I, psychically, I psychically rewrite their code so they obey me. <laughs> Is the intent to give Kiza the impression that you're messing with the food, with her food specifically? Yeah. Then use your, uh, perhaps use your ability, or your uh, triumph, to get the droid to specifically deliver her a special dish. Or, you know... It, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, so I said to the droid, actually... Uh, <laughs> If look, can you come with me? Because I just, you know, let's keep things above board. Droids, if you want to come with, then we can all make sure this is all good. It is best to keep things above board. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> good for their prime directives. <laughs> you can't see things that are below board, and that's bad. They're the new generation of battle droids, so rather than Roger, they're like, copy, 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 copy. This is the one time you could get away having a protocol droid in your game. Uh, no, it, 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 believe me, there will be. Don't worry. Oh, there is no, there is no protocol for what I'm about to do. So, so when you go into the kitchen, there are two droids who are here performing um, oh, okay. the kitchen duties, and they're and they're making the food. So, uh, you go in there, of course, to see your dietary requirements and to maybe make a dish, a dish for Kiza, etc. Uh, great. So, cut to you back at the table, and so Kiza just sort of puts her feet up on the table and looks at looks at you two Fucking and animal. says, "You know, you would make good pirates." I decided. Um, I don't want to kill you. I want to hire you. Why work for a corporation when you can set your own terms? I narrow my eyes and say, that's quite a change of pace, considering the interactions we've had leading up to this dinner party. I mean, you were prepared to uh, leave us floating <laughs> in space. <laughs> oh, yes. Did she threaten you? specifically like you before because you sedated her people yeah she clearly has a complicated relationship because it sounded like she like she was into me at first <laughs> and she's angry at me and now she wants to hire me she leans forward and says listen fact is uh, you seem like an unusually talented doctor and that's one thing that I'm currently missing I have a couple of medical droids <laughs> patched together but an actual doctor no, I could use that. Writes down, can't treat serious wounds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Unfortunately, I am currently employed by Isotech. <sighs> Isotech. They're no more scrupulous than I am. No, but it means that I already have a job. Lovely offer as it is. I'm not too sure if I want to work with an employer who so far has tried to steal my ship and collect a bounty on one of my colleagues. Okay, she sort of raises an eyebrow and says, oh, I'm sure you'll come around eventually. Cut to, uh, you. so you, you come out of the kitchen Yeah, so now, I obviously. come out of the kitchen. Yeah. Actually, Tom. Is anyone going to be, because you have comm links and everything, is anyone yeah. going to be filling in, like, just to sort of try to get... Well, I'll, I'll actually do that in the kitchen. I'll sort of rush around a bit and, like, do you mind if I actually just take a look? I just want to make sure everything's in so I can, like, go to... Guys... We're in the kitchen. We're doing this. This is happening. <laughs> to project, but yes. Sorry, yes. Sorry, I, I I forget sometimes that we're. That's okay. Uh, so I like I like I sort of busy myself around the kitchen, inspecting what they have and what, and see if we can jury rig some sort of like feeding apparatus for myself together. Yep. So the droids just go about their business. They're just going to cook and clean and largely ignore you. You're you're totally yeah. fine to put in a comlink communication. So the droids that are cooking are not like the same kind of combat droids as the ones that were guarding us? No, no, no. They are cool. they are chef droids. Yes. That's relevant information. <laughs> yes. Ben, you're, you're smiling at me for some reason. Just a, I, I had to... Do crime! Do <laughs> crime! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, a fool's got to eat. A fool, a fool does have to eat. Um, he so does have to eat, though. You can make yeah. a call. To I make a call to Ben, and I'm like, all right, are you there? 
Alright, I imagine at this point we're depositing the last uh, <laughs> so the last, crate. the last booted foot slides into a crate uh, and, is, and is closed and <laughs> electronically locked. I pick up the communicator. That's my people. They're upstairs, probably with Kieser at the moment. And they should hopefully have the device by now. <laughs> oh my sweet son child. Hey, do you want to fucking come up here and take... Looking over to you and then looking to him. Device that Isotech wanted us to get. It's some sort of uh, prospecting device. Ancient. God possibly possibly Sith-like. So I have sorry. no interest in such a device. I have a name and I have a price. Alright, in which case I think we can help each other. Lead on. Uh, answer the communicator. Have you got the device yet? Oh, so it's, sorry, it's surrounded by very resilient things, well, basically. It's, like, it's locked, but yeah. like, you know, like you, you can, you have skull duggery. This is not going to yeah. be that different. Well, no, 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 my, my, point, my point was more yeah. like we could just swipe it off a table. No, 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 it's, yeah. it's locked in a display case. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. In, so his, in his little opulent museum. Yeah. We're going to need a couple, of, at least a minute or two of distraction if we can get it off. It's unfortunately not just out in the open. You've been up there for an hour. <laughs> And in that time, the governor wouldn't leave us alone. Keys is here. She's got a vibro knife threatening to kill us. It's not been simple. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was under the impression we were being hired for an easy job. Look, I've got a bounty hunter down here who wants Keyser alive and also seems to be a dab hand with a gun. So if you need backup or a distraction or something else to get this done, I reckon we've got a good chance now. Well, do you want to get her when she's up here? Or do you want to get her when she's on the, her way out? Get the device. Kiza has a ship that's here. In a pinch, we can steal that to make an escape. So, we're getting her now. <sighs> Alright. I look over to... Um, <laughs> like, okay. you, you, like, you haven't asked <laughs> the answer to my question. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you introduced yourself? No. Alright. <laughs> Kiza's got a ship here. There's only a couple of guards on there, but I bet it's got some sort of security feature that'll let her know that one of us is trying to break on board. That'll bring her down here. Where is your ship? Uh, I point to the cargo... Uh, basically, it's like a, a light freighter, and it looks like clearly that's not my ship. There's somebody else who's negotiating with whoever the quartermaster is down here. So we lure her down here? Lure her down here, take her ship. Acceptable. All right. We're going to set the alarm off on Keys's ship. That should hopefully bring her down here, and then hopefully we can get this all sorted. All right, fantastic. Okay, we will be ready to move... Uh, we'll go through your signal. In that case, uh, look over to the bounty hunter. What do your companions look like? I have a, ke- uh, a Keldor, a Nautilin, another human. And the human? What do they wear? Uh, flowing robes. Um... I wouldn't say flowing robes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're robes, right? They're armoured robes? Like... The looks a bit different. It's not overtly Jedi. <laughs> okay, flowing robes. Uh, where's a sword at a hip? I will not harm them. I will be watching, but you will not see me. I'm looking a little impressed. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy respects a, a professional. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Okay, that's awesome. Basic competency. Yeah. So, you two, uh, if I understood your so correctly, are going to upload I will ensconce myself up high okay. with a view, best view I can get of the ship. And yeah. so that I can, in theory, see people coming in, the ship, and, you know, basically ready to sort of... And I would like to basically uh, trigger some sort of alarm on Keyes' ship. Okay. So as to... Uh, I'm, I'm betting that she's got something that lets her know that someone's trying to break in or do something. Almost certainly. Now, here's a couple of things to your benefit. Number one, Keyes' ship is relatively small and is probably deliberately to 
obscure her presence a little bit, yeah. is actually tucked off into the very corner, a very dark corner of the cargo bay. It is surrounded nicely by very large crates and other things so as to obscure itself. Possibly this was to her benefit as well. So what you have is only, from what you can see, it's a relatively small, it's kind of a small, a medium-sized fighter craft that has been augmented to be something entirely unique. It's just, it just looks like a Mad Max monstrosity. It's got like extra plating on it. It's got sort spikes. of spikes with it that need to be, you know, serrated edges on the wings, that kind of nonsense. It is a humongous ship. Exactly. If or a, a reaver from Firefly. Yes. Basically, very much so. Uh, yeah. The gangplank is down, and it, you can see that there are two pirates that are kind of bored and playing a game of Puzak at the foot of the gangplank. But honestly, judging by the size of the ship and how many of her crew you've seen already, you think that these two are it. All right, so uh, if I can, before you uh, disappear, point at the two uh, pirates to uh, if you can deal with them. When? Hmm? When? Pretty much as I make my approach. I'm going to try and take something of a... Like, I'm going to try and avoid them as best I can. Okay. If, I, if I have to uh, mess around with the ship in their eyesight, then I'll trust uh, to our new bounty hunter hmm. uh, ally. Well, there's two ways to do it. Uh, so, uh, you have a couple of things in your benefit. Number yeah. one, you can get very close to them behind a very, very large cargo crate before cool. you have to go around the corner and you'll only be about... You know, five minutes from the gangplank, at the foot of the gangplank. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, they seem distracted. Yep. And thirdly, from Nick's, sorry, from V's position up high on a much higher bit of uh, perhaps machinery, mm. you can very, very easily uh, get a clear shot at, 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 at both of them. Do we roll stealth like we do in D&D &D set up? You are currently too far away. To, to even require a stealth roll. Okay. They would think nothing of a droid being on top of a bit of machinery way, way far away. So we'll say that you're a bounty hunter tool. Well, okay. We'll say that you are at long range. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to require a stealth roll okay. at this time. All right. So I'll make my approach. As I make my approach, the signal will just be um, I point at them uh, so that the bounty hunter can um, thumb them or whatever it is that you're going to do. Uh, and then I'll go in and start messing and set off some sort of, hopefully some sort of alarm that will alert Kiza that someone's out of ship. Okay, now, because it's very important to get this off, you are going to have the first opening attack. It's just going to be a complete and utter surprise attack. Yeah. You're still going to have the regular difficulties, which is going to be difficulty uh, three, actually, because you're long range. Mm -hmm. Now, you are... They are, they are distracted and so forth, so you're going to add two advantage die uh, and an additional one, don't forget, for aiming. So if you take the time to uh -huh, aim yes. on your turn, you'll get that as well. Well, yes, I'll absolutely. Great. Do you want to spend a destiny point to upgrade to make this even more likely to come off? Are you good? I feel like I'm probably okay. Okay. I'll save that for the actual fight in the... Yes, I, I feel like I can probably pull this off. Okay, let's give it a go. Um, and if not... I can fire again. <laughs> well, you, you you can, but it just might cause some commotion, though, which might uh, cause more issues. I'll give it a whirl. Give it a go. Uh, one success and three advantages. Okay. Ooh. So what that means is that you take out one, but not the other. Okay. So you, because they have a, a soak of four and a wound threshold of likewise of four. Uh, they're a little bit hardier than the 
Although they are still definitely minions, they're not as fragile as the other ones. So, Ben, yep. Garfin, you see <laughs> soaring over your head <laughs> a long-range blaster bolt which strikes one fully in the chest. Yep. Mostly from surprise, the other one just kind of almost stumbles back and so the second one clips him on the shoulder, spins around and almost falls over. He's very, very distracted. Um, mm -hmm. He's not dead. Now, you can roll initiative with them as, as, a, mm -hmm. as of course, can V to hopefully have at least one of you get the jump before they go again. Yep. Two advantages. Uh, so we are looking with one success and two advantages. One success and two advantages. Oh my. I do. Players win on ties. You do. Great. Excellent. So you, or actually, I guess. You want it? Probably more useful in a way. Yeah, take it. So same thing again. Let's do it. Yeah, that's significantly better than what I rolled last time. Excellent. So the second shot comes along cleanly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's... that's Very importantly, you only need one. So yeah. risk risk of being spotted is minimised. You... <laughs> explodes his helmet, falls to the ground dead. Bang. What nice. do you do? Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.